Hey listeners, this is Ben, the Amateur Exegete, and you're listening to Episode 3 of Bible Study for Amateurs. Today's episode is, Which Bible? Let me read to you some scripture, and let's see if you can guess which book it comes from. Mystery quote number one. On the first day of the fourth month, we appeared to Abraham at the Oak of Mamre. We talked with him and informed him that a son would be given to him from Sarah, his wife. Mystery quote number two. Clothe yourself, therefore, with cheerfulness, which always finds favor with God and is acceptable to Him, and rejoice in it. For all cheerful people do good things, and think good things, and despise grief. Mystery quote number three. Let those who are friendly with you be many, but let your advisors be one in a thousand. So, Where do you think these quotes come from? The first one references Abraham, Sarah, and the Oak of Mamre. So, Genesis, right? Wrong. It actually comes from the Book of Jubilees. What about the second one? If you guessed a text in the New Testament, like something found in the Pauline Corpus, you'd be wrong. It's actually from the Shepherd of Hermas. And how about the last one? If you sensed it was from a work like the Book of Proverbs or Ecclesiastes, you'd, again, be wrong. It's from a book sometimes referred to as Ecclesiasticus or Sirach. Last week, we talked about the first of seven ways in which the Bible is problematic per Kristen Swenson in her 2020 book, A Most Peculiar Book, The Inherent Strangeness of the Bible. This week, we will look at problem two. There isn't only one Bible. Most listeners are probably used to thinking of the Bible as a collection of 66 books, 39 in the Old Testament and 27 in the New, but in reality, this version of the canon a word that refers to a standard list of books in a collection, is that of Protestant churches, Baptists, Methodists, Presbyterians, and the like. Other collections, other canons, exist today and have existed throughout the history of Christianity. The first mystery quote came from Jubilees, a work written sometime in the 2nd or 1st centuries BCE, a hundred years or more before the birth of Jesus. We know that it held a unique and even authoritative status among the Essenes at Qumran, you know, the Dead Sea Scrolls gang, but whether it was canonical is debated. 
Today, however, there is a sect of Christianity that considers it canon, the Ethiopian Orthodox Church. This sect considers a version of the Book of Enoch canonical as well. The second mystery, quote, came from the Shepherd of Hermas, a text that probably comes from the 2nd century CE. In Codex Sinaiticus, an important textual witness from the 4th century, the shepherd appears at the end of the New Testament, following the books of Revelation and the Epistle of Barnabas. In her commentary on the Shepherd of Hermas, Carolyn Osiek surveys the history of the document and writes, There is no doubt that at some times and places, Hermas was considered both scripture that is inspired and canonical, part of the rule of faith sanctioned for liturgical use. The final mystery quote came from Ecclesiasticus, or Sirach, a work from the 2nd century BCE. It doesn't seem to have been a work used extensively, but instead, per Michael Satlau, a scholar of ancient Judaism, the book was apparently written for those who traveled in its own social circles. Today, however, Sirach is considered canonical by the Roman Catholic Church, as well as Eastern Orthodox churches. There are myriad other works that I could mention, some considered canonical by some Christians, and others considered canonical by others. The key thing here, though, is what Swenson writes in her book. What constitutes the Bible isn't the same for everyone. And that's a problem, because when we try to understand the biblical text, we need to be on the same page. Consider the Hebrew Bible. Christians will reference books like the Gospel of Matthew as authoritative, but Jews reject all of the New Testament, seeing as canonical only the 24 books of the Hebrew Scriptures. So, when a devout Jew and a devout Christian talk about the Bible, they necessarily mean different things. Canonization was not always a neat and clean process, and there was sometimes disagreement among Christian groups over which books should be used in worship. And even today, there is disagreement over which Bible is the Bible. This just adds another layer to the complexity of it all. That's all the time we've got this week. See you next time, and remember, in the words of Richard Elliott Friedman, One does not need to deny what is troubling about the Bible in order to pay respect to what is heartening. See ya.